Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. Hey everyone, this is Stefan James and welcome to another session of the Online Business Mastery Accelerator. Today we're gonna dive into Amazon book publishing. I wanna share with you guys a few strategies for publishing a book on Amazon, either as a method of making money online, okay, if you're a brand new beginner, you wanna get started making money online, or you wanna create a new income stream for yourself as part of your Parthenon, Right, if you have a, a Parthenon in your business that has multiple pillars, you wanna have multiple streams of income and not just be dependent on one stream or to potentially use a book as a marketing strategy to get new customers and new leads from Amazon that you can then funnel into whatever product that you want. Whether you're selling a physical product on Amazon, whether you're doing affiliate marketing, whether you've got your own online course, your own coaching, a book is something that can plug in to almost any business out there. And so, depending on how you might be looking at the strategy, I wanna provide a few different options for you, um, different opportunities for you on how to look at using a book in your business. There's different purposes that you can use it for. Um, and then also, I'm gonna dive into the questions that you guys have after I finish sharing a few different ideas and concepts with you guys. So I'm excited to share this with you guys because um, some of you may or may not know one of the ways that I started having early success online was through publishing books on Amazon. So I've been doing internet marketing and started my first business when I was 21 years old and then a few years after that I really got into internet marketing. My first business I've shared before, I was a dating coach. Uh, I dealt with a lot of anxiety and fear and uh, issues in meeting and attracting the opposite sex and so I spent a few years really learning as much as I could on how to approach women and be more social, more confident that I started a business coaching other men and helping them to be able to do the same thing. And one of the challenges I faced was figuring out how to market my, my service and get clients and you know I was doing boot camps and seminars in those days and so I had to figure out how to do local marketing and I transitioned it into internet marketing but a part of that journey as I was learning about internet marketing, I started learning more about passive income. And I learned even though I loved what I did, and it made enough money to pay the bills, what I was doing, doing one-on-one -on -one coaching. The challenge that I faced was that I was trading my time for money. And so there wasn't that much opportunity there to really scale it up. It was a very challenging business to scale up and I started learning that if I could leverage the internet and instead of just giving my advice and giving my knowledge one-on-one -on -one to someone or even in a classroom, in a group, in a seminar, I could instead take that knowledge and put it into an information product put it up on the internet, and then there was no limit to how many people I could reach with that. I could have thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, even potentially millions of people buy my information product, which could be a book, could be DVDs, could be a course, some form of information. I could have more scale and more leverage 
rather than just limiting myself to one-on-one coaching or group coaching or helping people in a seminar. So I started learning that idea and that concept and I was learning these marketing skills that I was trying to figure out ways that I can make passive income where I'm no longer trading my time for money. And I ended up, you know, one of the ways I went to a lot of different courses and invested in a lot of different training programs and some of them made me some money, some of them not, but really I just kind of looked at it as part of my learning curve. I was just learning a lot and I just appreciated all the things that I was learning because I believe that the more that I learn about marketing and business, the more that would help me down the road to make more money anyways. And so I didn't really judge my success whether or not I you know, did this and made money from it. If I made money, great, that was a bonus, but I was just so excited to learn. Everything that I was learning was brand new for me and I just absorbed it like a sponge and took notes and tried to figure out how to apply it and the more that I learned, the more, and then more that, more importantly, I actually applied it and took action. I gained wisdom and experience that helped me later down the road. So, anyway, some of the things that I did, one of the, the first products I ever created was actually a dating ebook. Uh, it was an ebook that I created called Creating Success with Women. And I was sharing my story and different examples and different strategies that I was teaching one on one and through my coaching with people to help them change their emotional state, to shift their beliefs, to be more confident, to have more presence and to be a more attractive person that would then allow them to naturally attract a woman into their life. And so I created this ebook. I spent a year writing it. I had my mom proofread it and everything, my sister, and put so much into it and ended up, you know, being a bit too much of a perfectionist with it. Did not have to take that long. And I'll share a little solution for you guys later down the road in this video. Uh, but I really worked on that and I at the time, I didn't know about Amazon and publishing a book on Amazon. It wasn't really a thing back then. And so I just basically put my book together as a PDF and put it up on a website and had some copywriting on it and sold the book. And first I just tried to sell the book to um, some of my clients and people that I knew in Vancouver, Canada that um, were interested in the work that I was doing. And I made, a, I made a little bit of money from it. I made a couple hundred bucks, I think with it, but it wasn't really life-changing money, but it demonstrated to me, hey, like, this is a product that I created that I, I created it once, okay? I didn't have to do anything else. I created it once, I set everything up, and now it's something that could be a new stream of passive income for me. Now, long story short, I ended up going in a few different directions, really diving into internet marketing. My business, my business I had two different business partners um, with my coaching business, and they went in a different direction, so I just, you know, was realizing that I needed to make a transition in my life. And uh, one thing that I really got into though was blogging and affiliate marketing. And so one thing that I did is I'd create all these blogs on different subjects and I'd write these really long articles, high quality articles that would share and promote and go into a different topic but promote a product. And so I created these blogs on dating. Um, that was one of the ways that I really learned search engine optimization and help build my business. So I created all these articles on dating advice for men and confidence and self-esteem and social skills and how to overcome approach anxiety and how to, you know, how to be playful and fun and create attraction, all these different subjects in that area, in that niche. Um, and then I, you know, did, you know, a few others, you know, I remember I was promoting a Blendtec blender as an affiliate and a Fitbit and a Vitamix and all these different subjects that I was doing that on and I was able to again make some money from it, a couple hundred bucks here and there, never significant, never really lasted. 
But then what happened was I had a certain realization. I discovered um, Amazon and that Amazon is the biggest online bookstore. And I never really thought at the time you could make much money from Amazon. I always thought you could make more money by just having your own website, selling your ebook on that website and charge more money from it versus putting it on Amazon. But the way that I was, um, I was creating all this content on these blogs and trying to promote some of my own products, other people's products, but I came to the realization of this. I'm trying to learn search engine optimization so that I can get my content ranked in Google search engine. When people type in a keyword, they can find my articles and they can consume my content and then click on my affiliate links and I make money from that. That's what I was doing. But when I looked at Amazon, I came to a realization which was Amazon's a search engine as well. People go to Amazon, they type in keywords in Amazon search and they're looking for products and books. And the difference between Amazon and Google is that people go to Google oftentimes to look for free information. They're not really there prepared to buy something. People go to Amazon to buy stuff. They're expecting, they have a different mindset mentality by being on Amazon by virtue. They're there looking for products, looking for books to purchase. And they already have their credit card set up in Amazon. They have a one-click buy, so when they click to buy a product, they don't have to put in their credit card information again. They made it easy, they made it fast. People already trust and use Amazon versus just selling on my website, this no-name person, they don't know who I am. It's a little bit harder to develop that trust and that relationship where Amazon, they know Amazon's not gonna scam them. On my own website, especially back in the day, 10 years, 10 years ago or so, you know, it was, people were a little bit more suspicious to buy things online. So Amazon's a search engine, it's a buying search engine. And then I also realized I'm already creating all this content. I'm already writing all these articles, but I'm doing it for free to make money from my affiliate links. And what would happen if I just took these articles that I already spent hours and hours writing and creating and I just put them together in a book, okay, in one PDF, because really what a book is, is just a series of articles. You know, each article, depending on the length, would be chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, but it goes deeper into a certain subject. So what if I take these articles and I put them in a book, I put a cover and a great title for it, and I publish it on Amazon? And that's what I did. And I published my dating ebook, I published some other books on different articles, and I realized that it's so much easier to rank a book on Amazon than Google. Google is way more competitive, it's a lot more complicated. Amazon is still competitive as well, but it's way easier compared to Google. And I did that and I started making money pretty quick. I was blown away how much easier that I was making money from my books than what I was doing before. You know, with creating all the content, putting it out for free, learning SEO and ranking it. And once I knew SEO with Google, SEO with Amazon was just so much easier. It's such a simpler algorithm than Google has. And that was my introduction to Amazon book publishing. Actually, really what happened was I published a bunch of books and I kind of left it for a bit and then I came back, I think a month or two months later and I was like, I, w I wonder how those books are doing that I published. And I came back and I was surprised to see that they were making money and doing pretty well, making more money than the things that I was doing before. So that was kind of how I got exposed to Amazon book publishing in comparison to what I was doing before. It was just so much easier and faster. And that was a number of years ago, of course, but back then I really ramped it up, published a lot of books. I eventually learned that I didn't have to write the books myself. 
Um, I did on certain top topics that I loved, like self-development, but other ones I could hire a ghostwriter to write the articles, the, the books for me, um, which is something I also started doing for my blog. I hired ghostwriters to write them for me, and the reason was I could just scale and publish more books and do more further faster than having me be the one that's writing everything myself. I eventually found people that could create covers for me, going to fiverr.com, and I would order in bulk. I'd tell the guy on Fiverr, hey, they're charging five bucks for a book cover. What if I order 10? If I order 10 bucks, normally it costs you know, 50 bucks for 10 book covers, will you give it to me for 40 bucks? You know, I'd start to negotiate a little bit and you know, do the same thing with ghostwriters and whatnot as well. And so I was able to publish a lot and during that process, my goal really was to experiment. I wanted to gain a lot of experience in a lot of different niches to see what works and what doesn't work. And I played around in a lot of books. I published over 100 books. A lot of them made no money, okay? But I learned from each one and I looked at those and I said, why are they not making money? Why are they not getting sales? Okay, they're not ranking high enough. Is the market that not big enough demand there for it? Do I need some reviews? Do I need to optimize the title, the topic, the headline, the cover? What do I need to do from that to make it rank better and to make more money? And then I looked at the ones that were making money and I was able to determine what worked there to ramp up and do that. And, um, and that was kind of the process that I went through before I eventually started helping other people with it and teaching them. And one of the ways I, I when I was transitioning to building Project Life Mastery, which started as a blog, um, I was a blogger at first before I was a YouTuber. Um, I started a YouTube channel soon after, but then I realized I was, I was writing these articles on my blog, I was creating these YouTube videos. I could even hire someone to transcribe my videos and a ghostwriter can clean it up to make it more readable and turn that into a book and publish that on Amazon to repurpose my content. So I started working smart, not just hard. And um, Amazon has changed a lot over the years. They are much bigger today than they were when I, back, when I started. Uh, back then, there were less niches that you could make a lot of money from. Um, some niches back then, you could only ever really make a couple a hundred bucks from if you're like the top book. Today, those niches you can make a couple thousand dollars from. So the 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 popularity of Amazon has exploded over the years. More people buy on Amazon, use Amazon. You know, obviously their explosion of their Kindle e-reader has blown up, and now they have audiobooks as well. Um, so the potential on Amazon is greater, but Amazon also has become more competitive. There's a lot more books available on Amazon. And then also, um, uh, uh, not just that, but it, you know, Amazon has grown in helping publishers too. Like They have way more tools, analytics, stats, things that they give you to help a publisher way easier than I started with. But the strategy of what works today on publishing a book on Amazon is very different. Not very different, it's, it's, it's just different than what I started with. And I wanna share with you guys some of the strategies to help you guys with it. Now, there's a few different benefits and different strategies you can go about this with. Number one is you can focus your whole business on building a book publishing business. Okay, and I've worked with many people that have done just that. They wanna just basically build a publishing business where they have ghostwriters and graphic designers that they work with and they basically work to create books and publish quality books in a certain niche or even in a variety of different niches and their goal from their books is to make passive income from them. So the methodology is you know, you publish a few different books but you're taking more of a leveraged approach. So the approach that a lot of people take, there's 
kind of two approaches. One is that you can write the books yourself and you can absolutely do that and just really focus on one great book or many, many different books. If you love writing, that might be a great path for you. But the other path instead is just fo focus on being more of a publisher. Like if you look at the big publishing companies out there, whether it's Simon & Schuster, Penguin Books, HarperCollins, these are big publishing houses that they are not really writing the books themselves. The owner of Simon & Schuster is not sitting behind his computer writing books, okay? He built a publishing platform where they work with authors or they hire ghostwriters and they take care of the publishing of the book for these authors and they have the distribution for it to help them with that and they work out a split with them. So a lot of, publish, a lot of people that take that path of building a publishing business where you hire writers and you hire people to do the covers and they focus on the publishing, the marketing of the books. By hiring a ghostwriter, you can own the book 100%. You own 100% of the rights to the book. You own it, you have the right to publish it, publish it in whatever name that you want, and you collect 100% of the profits from that. So that's a, that's a successful model that a lot of people have, have done as a publisher. And uh, obviously, that also opens up the door where you can partner with authors. If they're really good, you can work out a 50-50 split with them. They write the book for you you um, handle the, the publishing and the marketing for it, or you kind of split some of that. Um, but whatever profits the book make, you, you split it 50-50, that's successful as well. Um, so the publishing path though, the, the reason that it's a lot better in some cases than writing books yourself is that the goal of really scaling a business is you wanna work on the business and not in it. So when you are writing a book yourself, and that's what I did when I started, it's gonna slow down how many books that you can publish and how much you can do because you're very, it's very dependent on you. Um, you could take a long time to write your books and it's preventing you from doing some other things that can really grow your business faster. It's kind of similar to an analogy I'll give you of building a house. See, if you wanted to build your own house, you could do everything yourself. You could lay the foundation, you could put up the, the framing, the walls, the painting, the roof, the plumbing, the electricity. You could do all of that yourself. The problem with doing everything yourself, even though you might be more than capable of doing that, you might even love it, is that it's gonna take you a lot longer for you to build a house. And you can only build one house at a time. Instead, if you think smarter and you take a step back and instead you think about, I don't have to do all the work, Instead, what if I hire someone to do the foundation and then I hire someone else to do the framing and I hire someone else to do the roof and then I bring in painters and I bring in an electrician and I bring in a plumber and I bring in the right pieces. Now you can manage the project and now when you're doing that, now you can build two houses or three houses or five or 10 or 20. You can publish five books, 10 books, 20 books or just one book but you can focus more on the marketing of that book and other parts of your business. And so that, that, in my opinion, is working smarter and is a way you can really scale things and do so much more faster than you could on your own. So that was the approach that I took more of. Even though I did enjoy writing, um, it just took too long to do that. Um, so a lot of people, they focus uh, building a publishing business and their goal is to make money from their books. Now, you publish uh, primarily a Kindle book, which is available for people to buy on a Kindle e-reader or even on their smartphone, iPad, even on the computer if they have a Kindle app. Uh, but majority of people that buy Kindle books, they have a Kindle e-reader and they're searching and buying books that way. 
That is a growing market. A lot of people buy, like including myself, I prefer reading eBooks than uh, paperback books because I travel a lot. I can have a Kindle and I can have a thousand books on it. It's light and uh, you know, books can be heavy and you know, a little bit difficult to travel around with. And so I like to use a Kindle e-reader. I can highlight things and take notes and it's really cool, um, the technology that's available for that. But the biggest market still is paperback books, paperback and hardcover books. Majority of people still buy and read those. They prefer it, they're used to it. I, I get it, there's a nice look and feel that you have when you actually have a physical copy of a book. And now um, there's a growing market for audiobooks, which Amazon has a platform for as well. Especially with the emergence of podcasting, a lot of people, they prefer to listen to content and uh, can retain it better that way or they can listen, um, you can speed up audio on, um, Audible is the platform that Amazon has. So you can listen to books a lot faster and they prefer that method of, of listening to books. Each method though, each platform, you get paid differently. Um, you can really make the most from paperback books because with a physical book, Amazon has a print on demand service and so you don't have to order like a thousand copies of a book, store it in Amazon's warehouses and you know, you gotta sell it and pay something up front and pay storage fees. Amazon's print on demand. So when someone purchases a paperback book, then they automatically print it on your behalf and ship it to the customer, all hands off. Amazon handles a lot of the lifting for you. They collect the payments, they deliver the product to people, they handle the customer support. It's a great business that's hands off in those ways, which I really enjoy. And then of course, Amazon takes their fees based on that as well. But paperback books, you can charge more money for it. Paperback books, you can charge $20, even up to $30 for some books. Kindle books, you're gonna be limited to sell from $2.99 to $9.99. Beyond that, it's harder to sell a book and you're gonna make a little bit less from that. So um, really you wanna, you wanna consider publishing all three, Kindle, paperback, and audiobook, but primarily first start on Kindle and paperback because that's the easiest for people. Now the other purpose of using a book is not even caring about the money that a book makes you. Okay, now books can, books can make you some good money, uh, but it's really hard from my experience to make a full-time income from publishing books. A lot of books on Amazon um, might make you a couple hundred bucks a month. Uh, some might make you a couple thousand bucks a month. But to make significant money beyond that, six figures, you know, six-figure income, even 60,000, 100,000 a year beyond that, it is challenging to do that. Even though, yes, I do know people, some of my students and people that really work on it full-time for several years, they get to that level. It's very challenging to scale that business versus like an Amazon physical product business. You can scale from 10,000 plus way easier and faster because it's a way bigger marketplace and you're charging more money for your product usually than you are for books. So it's a difficult business to scale but nonetheless, for a lot of people, it's life-changing just to make an extra couple hundred bucks a month on the side, or even a couple thousand bucks a month. That can be life-changing for a lot of people. Um, now, the other way people use books, though, is they don't care as much about the money they make from the book on the front end. Okay, they don't care about the couple bucks they make from someone buying their book, because they want to basically use their book as a way to generate leads for lead generation. See, inside your book, when everyone that buys the book, in your book, if you have a call to action and you funnel them into your product or service, they know that they can make money through their product and service on the back end 
and they don't care as much about the money they make on the front end from their book, okay? So that's also a very common strategy. For me personally, I don't care about a couple hundred bucks, a couple thousand bucks I make from a book on the front end. That's, for me at this stage, to be honest, it's fairly insignificant. Um, but what my book can do is it can funnel into something I have on the back end, which I can make way more money from on the back end that you know, is, matters a lot more for me. So in that case, the goal is to create a book that generates leads, that funnels into something you have on your back end. So it could be someone buys your book, they read it. In your book, you offer something for free. You take them to your opt-in page or landing page. They put in their name and email address. Now they're on your email list and now you offer to them your course, affiliate marketing product, your physical product, whatever it is that you offer on the back end, your coaching, your events, whatever it might be, okay? So oftentimes that's a strategy that's very effective that you can make a lot of money from and if you know how much money you make on the back end and you're willing to you know, forego a lot of the front end money, you can just charge 99 cents or the cheapest price for your book, try to get as many sales as possible because you'll get more sales at a lower price point but you'll get more leads that way. It's, by the way, it's no different than putting out a YouTube video, putting out a blog post. You're not making any money from your blog post. Maybe you are making some from your YouTube video if you have monetization on, but you're putting out free content. The purpose of the content is people find it, they consume it, and then when they watch your video or go through your blog post, you link them to your product or to get on your email list and that's where you make money from it. The only difference with the book is you're charging a couple dollars for it and you're getting a little bit more qualified and quality leads because they did invest something for it rather than just consume it for free on YouTube or um, Google or whatever it might be, okay? So that's kind of what a book is. A book can be looked at as just a form of content. It's more in-depth content usually than what you might find in a blog post or a video. It's a little bit more in-depth. It builds a relationship with people. It adds value to someone. It, it gets, establishes a level of trust and then a percentage of people that buy your book, that enjoy it, that read it, they're gonna click through and become a customer, okay? Become a customer of something else that you offer. That's kind of how I look at it. So for example, I published a book called 67 Morning Ritual Habits on Amazon. This is a book, excuse me, that I created with a ghostwriter. And basically, you know, I, I, one of my niches in my business is morning rituals. I published a video back in 2012 on my morning ritual. It went viral, hundreds of, hundreds of thousands of people watched it, loved it, and people have always been interested in learning more about rituals from me. So what I decided to do is I published a book, because a lot of people would ask me, what do you do as part of your morning ritual? And I just made a list of everything that I have done as part of my morning ritual. I don't do all of it at once but different things I've done for my mind, my body, and my spirit every single morning that give people ideas, kind of like a menu of ideas of what they can do for their morning ritual. So I made a list of everything I can think of from my meditation, for exercise, to my morning smoothie, to drinking alkaline water, to certain supplements that I take, to different biohacking gears, to PEMF mat, to the, the Violite, to gratitude, to prayer, a whole variety of things that I do, right? And I worked with a ghostwriter to then put them all together in a book. So it was my ideas and content, and I've already talked about some of them quite a bit, but she would put together in a book these 67 habits. And in the book, I don't, really, I don't care at all from a couple sales that I get or whatever money I make from someone buying my book. Because what the book does is it leads people 
that if they want to learn more about creating a morning ritual, I have a course that I created called Morning Ritual Mastery. And so if someone reads the book, they enjoy it, they want to learn more, they can click the link, go to my website and buy my Morning Ritual Mastery course. And then also in the book, I share resources to some things, some supplements that I use or some products and I can use affiliate marketing for that, right? So I can have some affiliate links and then people click and buy, I can earn affiliate commissions from that. So for me, my goal is to get as many people as possible to buy and read that book. The book provides some great value for people. They're not spending much money on it for the value they're getting, but a certain percentage of people are gonna go through my funnel and become customers and buy other things that I have, okay? So I'm using it to acquire customers and that's one of the benefits that I like to use my book for, okay? Now a book also establishes your credibility, your authority. Just having a book and being an author, obviously people perceive you as a higher, as an expert or someone that has higher status. Um, it builds your brand and you know, it's content. So it builds a relationship and builds trust with people. If you look at someone like Tony Robbins, why does Tony Robbins or why does any celebrity for that matter publish a book? It's not really to make the money from the book. Although yes, they will make some great money from it, but here's the thing, you know, traditional publishing houses, the biggest ones out there, they usually take 80 to 90% of the book profits. The author often only gets about 10 to 20%. And the reason for that is the main value they provide is publishing the book and the distribution of it. That if you work with a big publishing house, they're gonna handle a lot of the marketing and really put your book out there and get it in bookstores and get it out there and they have a lot of contacts to get you in interviews and a lot of media type stuff to really help you propel and sell your book. They do give you an advance, um, but oftentimes they're gonna do a lot of the stuff for you and they've already dialed in with that and the author or the person that, you know, the celebrity that works with the ghostwriter to get a book created, they're okay with that because their goal is to get, is to build their brand from their book, right? They wanna build their, their brand they want to get more interviews, they want to get more media exposure, they want to say they've had a best-selling book and that allows them to reach more people and experience a deeper relationship with them and that allows them to make more money on the back end based on their popularity and their fame and their status. So Tony Robbins, when he published a book called Money Master the Game and then later Unshakable, he worked with the ghostwriter, he interviewed billionaires, the ghostwriter put the book together for him he gave away all the profits to charity, right? And he didn't really care much for the profits, but you know, there's still great profits. Someone like you're a best-selling author, you're still making significant money from the book. But he didn't care about the profits because his book was a way to build his brand and get his name and get his book in front of thousands and thousands of people. And he knew from doing that, more people are gonna then learn about Tony Robbins and sign up for his seminars and sign up for his other products and programs, which is really where he makes his money off of his brand name, okay? So that is a larger strategy of why you use a book. And a book is something that can fit into almost any business. So if you've already got a physical product on Amazon, okay, you wanna drive more sales to it, you can look at creating a book. Your book is something that you can publish on Amazon related to your physical product. In your book, you can promote your product and you could even, with your physical product, offer your book as a free bonus. You give people as a PDF when they purchase your product. So you, you can combine them together and use it as a bonus if you'd like as well. If you want to do affiliate marketing, you can publish a book 
You can build an email list from that and then promote products as an affiliate. If you already got a course, a book can help you promote your course. So a book is something you look at is either you make money from it in the front or you're using it for lead generation and a marketing tool to build your business and get more sales and more leads on the back end, okay? So that's kind of the strategies, the strategies and the mindset. And then also there is the strategy, as I said, maybe you've developed these skills of publishing and you can go and reach out to other authors and writers and help them publish their book. Did you know there's many writers out there that are talented, they're amazing, that's what they love, they're an artist, but they have no idea how to publish their book. They don't understand the technical side of things. They don't understand the internet marketing side and how to really get it out there. That becomes opportunity for you. I have clients that built an agency and they work with writers and they handle that for them and they do a split. Or the author, the writer pays them $500, $1,000 or more to publish and put their book out there for them. Okay, so there's a lot of opportunity. Even authors and writers and books that are out there that aren't making any money, if you know how to market it, you can work with them and you can work at a deal with them when you help market and get their book out there, okay? So there's opportunity here if you don't wanna be the face, like if you don't wanna be interviewed, and there's a lot of authors, they'll go on podcasts, they'll go on the media, they'll, they wanna get, they wanna build their name and their brand. Some of them, you know, you might not care to do that, so you could be the behind the scenes person that handles the publishing and marketing for that person that's willing to do that. Um, now, I've got a course that goes more in depth, of course, Mastering Book Publishing, I'll link that for you guys, but I wanna give you some strategies and tips here for you as well. Um, so, the, the, really the key is looking, if you wanna make sales from Amazon for your book, you gotta understand Amazon's a search engine. There's certain niches and keywords and topics that are in higher demand than others. So if you wanna tap into Amazon's search engine and Amazon's platform, the customers they have and people searching, you really gotta do research to make sure that before you create and publish your book, there's high enough demand, that there's a lot of people that are searching for that product on Amazon, okay? They're looking for that book, they're typing in these keywords, and you wanna look at the other books that show up and see what their Amazon bestseller ranking is to determine how much money they're making. You don't know for sure the exact amount they're making every month, but you can ballpark it, and you look to see the success of their book. Do they have a lot of reviews? Do they have a, um, a high BSR in the sense that it's close to one, a bestseller as close as possible? If, that, if they are, there's many books out there, that's a good indicator, it's a high demand, profitable niche that you can publish a book in that niche and make money from that. So competition is good in the way that it allows you to do research and, to, and assess a niche in a market for the profitability of it. If you publish a book, no one's searching for it on Amazon, other books are not selling on that topic, you can put it out there, but you're not gonna make any money from it on Amazon. It's just the reality of it. So you have to look to see and do research on Amazon first. And there are tools like uh, KD Spy is one of them that is a pretty inexpensive tool that allows you to do, to do research on Amazon and can help you determine uh, how profitable a niche is. So that's really the key thing if you wanna tap on the, the Amazon platform, their traffic and their customers. Otherwise, you could have a book on Amazon, and maybe it might not be a market for it on Amazon, but then you gotta market it outside of Amazon. So then you gotta get traffic from Google, or from YouTube, or from Facebook, or from Instagram, or build an email list. You gotta build your own marketing channels to funnel people into your book. If you do that, and it's targeted to them, you can make money, and, and you know Amazon can just be the platform of where you sell your book, and then you drive the traffic to your book elsewhere. 
And, and usually by doing it that way, you're gonna get more traffic anyways, because um, Amazon's traffic will be limited. And the way you stand out from competition is gonna be from that, is if you implement some additional marketing strategies that your competitors aren't doing, where you get traffic they're not getting, that's how you can ramp up your reviews and your sales for your book a lot faster than your competition is. So everyone on Amazon that publishes a book, they're also trying to rank their book for a keyword in Amazon search, and they're also trying to run Amazon ads. But everyone's doing that, and so if everyone's doing that, it's harder to stand out, and that's where you gotta use other strategies, other internet marketing strategies to drive traffic to your book. For me, I built up my YouTube channel, I built up my Instagram, I built up an email list, I built up my blog and my SEO, I built up these channels. Now if I wanna market my book, because even for example, Morning Rituals is not a big market on Amazon. There's only so much I'll make from Amazon search on that topic. But what I can do is I can send out an email broadcast, promote my book, and get dozens if not hundreds of sales just like that. Now I don't really need to do that much because honestly, if my book is primarily lead gen, I don't care for the sales from that. I'd much rather just do a broadcast and send them direct to a higher ticket product that I can make more money from, right? But I could do that based on the platform that I've built. And you can also build your own platform, right, that you use to market whatever product that you choose. Um, of course, you gotta have an intention grabbing title and cover. So you can have a great book and a great niche, but if your title and your cover doesn't grab attention, people are not gonna click on it. So your Amazon listing in your book cover and title is like, a, is like an advertisement. Similar when you scroll through YouTube or Facebook through the feed and even Google, there's certain things that will grab your attention more than others. You gotta really have a great cover and a great title and you've gotta improve it and optimize it to offer a great benefit of what people want to make, to make them wanna stop and click on that. If you don't have good marketing, and you can't get their attention with that, you're gonna struggle in getting people to wanna to buy your book. A lot of people, they buy books based on an impulse. It's an inexpensive product, they see the cover and the title, they click it and they buy. I don't know about you, I've bought many books that I haven't read yet. You know, I often binge buy books on my Kindle. I'm like, I wanna buy that book, I wanna buy that one, I wanna buy that book. I don't have time to read them all now, but I will eventually get to them and read them and I build my library from that. So a lot of people, they buy books that way and that's why really great title and cover is important and you wanna test them. Big mistake that a lot of people do just in marketing in general. Here's the title, here's the book, the, the, the graphic, the cover, here's the price, launch it and they go about their way. Biggest mistake. How do you know that that's the best cover for the book? How do you know that's the best title and how do you know that's the best price unless you test it? So for me, what I like to do, I get three covers created, okay? You go to a website like fiverr.com, pay five or $10 for a cover. So I'll get three covers, $30 each, and I'll test it. I'll test this one cover for maybe the first month or two, you know, drive some traffic to it, see how much money it makes. Then I'll test another cover, test it for another month or two, let's see how that one converts, and then I'll test another cover, let's see how that one converts. But I'm trying to test it to see which is the best cover that converts, okay? Same thing with the title, same thing with the price. I track the data, okay, and I, I sometimes create a spreadsheet, and I look at the numbers to see, okay, which one is converting and actually selling more than the other. Same thing applies for anything that you sell online. You can't just guess and this is the price, you're testing it, and you're tracking things, and you're optimizing things.
Okay, going back to the online business mastery blueprint, if you watch that video, the top of the pyramid is optimization, which you always have to be doing. Um, now, the other thing too is creating a book. So, again, I talked about ghostwriters. Many writers, depending on the length of the book, the quality of the book, and the writer, there'll be different costs for that. Some can be expensive, some can be cheaper. You do get what you pay for, obviously. You can be as hands on or hands off in the process as you want. If you provide the research, if you provide an outline, provide the topics, even provide ideas for them, it'll be a lot faster and a lot easier and to create a better quality product. You could be also hands off, give a writer, hey, you know, I want you to do the research on this and put together this book for me and it can be more hands off in that way too. Now, the thing that really stopped me at the beginning and what allowed me to do this a lot faster was at first when I started, I thought that a book had to be like 300 pages. And often a book is like an intimidating thing for a lot of people because when you think your book has to be 300 pages, this mammoth product, then it can take you a year to do that, you know? And it can really delay the process of putting out a book. And what I learned when I spent a year writing my dating ebook, I was like, I spent a year writing this and I made a couple hundred bucks. That's not a good, that's not a good deal. That's not a good exchange. And instead what I realized is that a book doesn't have to be 300 pages. A book I could create that's 30, 40, 50 pages, still be high value, really help a lot of people, and maybe I don't charge much money for it because it's a shorter book, but I could launch a great quality book that's shorter and get sales for it first and see if it sells, and then if it does sell, then I can go and make it longer and better and then charge more money for it later. Okay, That was the realization that I had. And Kindle even eventually created a category called Kindle Short Reads. The interesting thing that I also realized is that a lot of books that impacted my life were shorter books. I realized that a lot of books that are long, they're filled with a lot of fluff and a lot of storytelling. They, a lot of books that kind of teach one or two, especially nonfiction books, they're, there's kind of one primary idea behind the book and then they kind of combine a few different strategies with it. But a lot of it, the book, the 300 pages, is reinforcing that idea, sharing stories and examples to really drive it home. And then other books that are just kind of to the point and they don't contain all the fluff that others do. And one book that really actually shifted my life was a very short book that you can read in like 30 minutes. It was called It Works. And it's this tiny little book and it changed my life. And I realized, hey, you don't need to have a 300 page book to change someone's life, to make an impact, to add value. Sometimes you can have a simple book that's shorter and it can really serve someone. So I realized there's different markets of different types of people based on what they want to buy and read. And that makes it a lot easier to test the market and put something out there. Now your book still wants to be, you still got to make sure it's quality and a great quality book, but it doesn't have to be perfect. Because creating something that's perfect doesn't exist. And the way you actually perfect something is you put something out there, you get feedback, you get good reviews and bad reviews, and the bad reviews, you make your book better and better and better. You refine it and make it perfect over time. You perfect the process. That's how you perfect something. You don't wait till something's perfect before you put it out there. Okay, a few other things I'll share with you guys. Um, before we dive into the questions, guys, I mean, there's, there's so much I can share on this, but really the main skill is marketing. Marketing is the number one skill. If you get really great at marketing, you can sell anything online. And the most important skill is getting people's attention, attention online. And that's where you got a really great 
at getting people's attention by running advertisements or creating content. You know, once you get people's attention, you really got to make sure you deliver on their time and the attention they're giving you. For me, what I've gotten really great at, my main skill of marketing has been creating content. Because I realize that the internet is made up of content. That's what people consume when they're on the internet. And if I get really great at creating valuable content and get people's attention with my content, but when I have their attention, I over deliver. I give them more than what they expected when they clicked on my video, when they went to my blog post, when they went to my Instagram. I want to give them more than everyone else's that they're consuming. The adding value approach and mentality, when you really get great at that, people will want to subscribe for more content, but they're going to want to naturally check out whatever you have to offer. If you offer a book, they'll check out and buy your book. But it's based on the relationship you built. So for me, that's been the primary way. Now, there's many ways you can market your book. You want to utilize what Amazon gives you, Amazon search and then Amazon ads. But what will help your book rank in Amazon search is marketing your book outside of Amazon. Okay, that's the big secret and the strategy of what works today and will continue to work. And that's what Amazon wants because Amazon wants you to promote Amazon and help them make more money and get more customers. If you can make Amazon money and you've got a high money making book that's getting sales, Amazon will rank your book high in the search results because that's something that's making Amazon money. If your book's not making Amazon money, they're not going to reward you for that. They don't want to feature that book. That's not making them money. Their goal is to make money, right? So you help Amazon make money, they'll help you make money. You scratch their back, they'll scratch your back. That's how it works. So you can you know, utilize that, but also one powerful platform is building a blog because people that read books, they're readers. They like to consume content, content by reading it. Some of them might watch videos or listen to podcasts, but majority of them, they're buying books because they enjoy reading. While people that enjoy reading, they also enjoy reading articles and blogs. And so if you really want to promote your book, build a blog. Build a blog in your niche, put out quality content on that blog, and you're attracting an audience of readers that are more likely to buy your book. You could create YouTube videos, and I've done that, but it's going to be a little bit more challenging someone watching your YouTube video and then telling them to go buy a book. Because people that watch YouTube videos are like, I don't want to read a book. I, I like watching videos. That's why I'm here on YouTube. I like to consume content by watching it and listening. That's my medium and my favorite way of consuming content. Now, sure, yes, some of them might read books, you know, without a doubt, but understanding the medium and the platform is valuable. People that listen to podcasts, you try to sell them a book, they're like, well, I don't like to read books as much. That's why I listen to podcasts. I'm always on the go. I like to, in my car when I'm at the gym, I like to listen to things. So easier to sell someone that listens to podcasts an audiobook. Right, because they're already used to consuming content in that form. So that's where you have to enter into the world of your customer and how you want to reach them. Uh, but without a doubt, those are all ways you can market a book. Um, you can market a book from any of these platforms. You can go be interviewed by people in the media. By having a book, you're more likely to get interviews. Uh, you can run advertisements on Facebook, on Google. You can, you know, there's a whole host of strategies of what you can really do to promote your book. So. Marketing is, is the, the, the primary skill to selling anything online that you really got to learn and master. And for me, that's what I've done a great job at and why I've built my business is creating content. Creating content, getting really great at that. And you know, we run some ads, we do, some, we do pretty much a mix of everything, but content is the most valuable and the most powerful thing that we do. So that's the process, guys. That's the process I'm 
excuse me, some strategy for you guys. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, it's, it's a great model. Look at it for what it is. Don't go into expecting you're going to make millions of dollars from it. You know, you can if you're a big name author, sure. But look at it either as, okay, a new side income, passive income, something that I can generate leads and it can fit into my existing business, build my name and my credibility. Um, if you're a brand new beginner, it's a great, very newbie friendly way to get started that can then allow you to transition into other business models. But I look at a book as just one part of an online business. It's not the end all be all. A book shouldn't be your only business. You, you start with a book or you have a book, but it fits into other parts of a business. And your business, as mine does, consists of many pieces to it that build out my Parthenon and make me money. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon.